Hey everyone, I hope you're doing great. Just wanted to hop on here to say thank you so much for all the support and how much I appreciate you all. Been having a lot of new listeners reach out and absolutely love hearing from you guys. The one thing I would just say is just so you guys can get the most out of the content and also when you guys reach out to me is going back, I now have over 125 episodes out. So go back and listen to those, see where my journey was as a personal trainer. Now coming into went into a full line sales rep role with the largest company in the world, took the lowest performing territory in the nation to top 10. Uh, now a regional sales manager running the Western United States for a med tech company called Innovis and did it in under two and a half years. And it usually takes five to seven. So that's a real quick summary for all the new listeners out here. But again, you can watch that journey uh, over 125 episodes at this point in the podcast. So I highly encourage you guys to go back and listen to it just so you can get a little more um, information. And then also wanted to just touch on everybody's been reaching out to me and wanting me to go into more strategic work. So today's episode is going to be me more talking about being a rep and actually how to be a rep and make those relationships. But again, I will always come back and will relate it to how it transfers over to, into the process of breaking into medical device sales. Again, if you guys are interested in breaking into medical device sales, uh, we do have our course. A lot of people have been reaching out. We've had a lot of new people join and a lot of new people break into medical device sales, which has been amazing. Uh, just to give you real quick, uh, 11 weeks is the average person is breaking into medical device sales from getting into the course. And the average person is getting placed at around $91,000. So it's been really rewarding. It's really fun. We've had over 700 people break into medical device sales. So if this is something you're serious about and you really want to break in, uh, we can help. If you guys are interested, you guys can learn more. I've talked about it on the past uh, episodes, but real quick, just number one, you get the modules, the videos to teach you how to do. Number two, we have office hours going into detail, helping coaching you guys. Number three, doing mock interviews. And number four, one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's why we only allow five people because we can now make it personalized to your journey and we know how to coach you guys through that process. So that's a real quick summary. If you guys are interested, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn at Jacob McLaughlin. If you guys aren't following me, feel free to connect with me as I put out content on there. Also, new to medical device sales on LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram. Feel free to reach out to me and then YouTube's Jacob McLaughlin. So I, I just released our uh, journey to Greece. Episode one and episode two will be coming out here very soon, uh, a day in the life of a regional sales manager. So just trying to put out as much content for you guys, but getting into the episode, which is going to be a lot more strategic. So Let's get into it. Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin, and coming to you tonight on a beautiful evening. Been working hard, uh, getting into this whole new year, uh, and been really having a lot of fun. But I wanted to, to, we'll get jumping right into it, but I've had a lot of people reach out. First off, a lot of new listeners. So hello, everyone. I'm, I'm really excited to have you guys here. Appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate your guys' support. Excited to see all the people really interested in breaking into medical device sales. It's been great. Uh, but also, I've had a lot of people reach out that now have broken into medical device sales and they're like, hey, can you start doing some content about what it's like to actually be a rep, right? Can you start helping us be, we've broken, now I want to uh, be successful. And so I wanted to start making some episodes to help you guys in that aspect as well. Um, but with that said, I'll always bring it back to how to break in, right? Because that is the majority of our listeners. But I do want to help people that we know we have reps that are now in the industry. And I want to make sure that I'm a resource to you guys as well. Um, because a lot of you guys weren't reps. And then you listen to this podcast and, and got in the course and now you are. So 
it's been fun to see the full circle and have you guys reach back out. And so we're going to dive a little deeper in today. So today I'm going to go over, it's actually a post I, I uh, posted on LinkedIn and it's going to be a lot of the content in there is because it's been really on my heart and been really on my mind because I've had a lot of people reaching out. I've had this conversation several times this week and it's been going about how to be a successful rep, how to stop selling and be that salesperson and how to actually provide value and make deals and, and, and earn your worth. And so um, that I will title it something like that, as you guys always know, uh, but that's what I really want to dive deep in today. So if you guys follow me, like I said, on LinkedIn at Jacob McLaughlin, you guys would have saw my post today where the, the, the caption was stop selling, start providing value. And so this kind of got brought up because I had several calls yesterday um, and I was just on a conversation with a, a common question I get asked, which is, it makes me feel good. But again, it's, it's, it's humbling where people will be like, Hey, you're a really good sales rep. You've, you've accomplished a lot in a small amount of time. What makes you so good? What have you done? And, and what can you share with us? And so the, the first off, I'm just a regular guy joking around. I'm always just like that, that, you know, I still think I'm that 21 year old idiot who's just smiling, happy to be teaching Joe Jacks, man. It's just, it's been a wild ride and here we are, but, uh, the, the going back to, you know, what's, what's helped really helped me be successful, especially in medical device sales. As I say this to people all the time, I never tried to be a medical device sales rep. And what I mean by that is, you know, to the point of, I wasn't trying to be normal. As you guys can tell how I talk and what my journey has been like, it's not been that. I never said I was going to go be an associate for two years and go then do this for five, seven years. And then now, like, I was just like, I'm going to come in, go as hard as I can. And we're going to just continue to see what happens and what doors open and what, and what we're able to achieve that we didn't think we were going to be able to achieve. And so how that goes into really providing value and, and getting into it, the, I want to just give you guys a couple stories that will really help with it. Um, but but the post really overall talked about when you're going into a, a surgeon, you're going into a hospital, you're going into an OR room, everybody thinks of sales as such a bad thing. And, and I get these calls all the time. I actually had someone even in our course when they were breaking in, they're like, you know, they're signing contracts and they're like, I don't know what to believe because they're salespeople, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of salesy. And I was like, you better watch what you say because you're about to be one of those salespeople, right? But it makes you guys think the reason that's a bad rap and people get a bad rap in sales is because normally it's because people are trying to sell you something that you don't need. The used car salesman, we've all heard of them, right? But they're trying to make lies up. They're trying to put, you know, lipstick on a pig. That's something that's just fat and ugly and it's not good, but they're trying to make it good so they can just sell you a bunch of crap. And that's what too many people do. And let me tell you why, because it comes out of a place of selfishness. It comes out of a place of what can I get? How much money can I make? What can I sell instead of where the value should be always going is how can I help? What can I bring? What can I do for my account, my surgeon, my patients, my clients, anybody that I'm working with? What can I give to them? And so everybody always reaches out to me and they'll be like, how are you so successful? And it's because I'm not looking for anything. I'm not trying to just go make sales. And, and this is where people are like, but you have a quota and you have, yes, I do have a quota, but I don't require myself and I don't put myself judge worth if like, if I didn't make a certain sale to this today. Yeah, we have quotas. We have to hit it. I get that. But for example, what most people do, and, and this was a great conversation I had with a podcast that will be here in a, in a little bit. Um, cause we've been recording some in the future is, you know, the person who's 
now hit quota and they're like a month away, but they've crushed their numbers and they're doing, they're going to come in very confident. They're going to come in, hey, what can I do for you guys? What can I help compared to the rep that's got to make $100,000 in the next two days? They're going to be coming in pushy. They're going to be coming in, what, hey, I need you guys to buy this, blah, 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 right? Because it's coming out of a sense of selfishness. And so the reason I'm saying that to you guys is because let's bring it in for you guys that are reps, that you guys are now breaking in and, and people just ask me, you know, hey, how can I go talk to a doctor and not not look like an idiot, right? And and the conversation is, is just get to know the doctor. Um, but but with that said, I, I also talked about on the post is you need to be an expert in your field. Like the, the first thing that they're going to do is how are you providing value? Are you an asset to that team? Do you know what you're talking about? Do you, are you an expert in what you're getting paid to be an expert in, right? And that's the the conversation I have with a lot of people is, too many people are going to be like, I hear it all the time. I broke into medical device sales. I'm an associate. I'm two months. I'm going to do this ABC and by six months. And I'm like, you don't even know up from down. You can't even talk to a surgeon. And you're telling me how you're going to go crush a quota? Like, yeah, right. You can't even go talk to a quota with or talk to a doctor without peeing your pants. Like, it's, it's, you can't even, you do, they ask you about, hey, what do you do about this product? And you're like, ah, a deer in the headlights. But yeah, you're going to go crush it? No, you're not. You're, you need to start doing it. And so what I always told people, you know, when I break into anything, the first three months, it's me just trying to become an expert in what I'm learning. Because I know that's the only way I'm going to be able to provide value because you look really bad as if you go into a room and they ask you 18 questions and you don't know 18 questions, right? It's okay. You're not going to know everything. That's fine. I'm not sitting here telling you, you have to know everything. But what happens is, you know, like I just had this talk with somebody else and it was like, you know, if, if you go in and let's say you're in a surgery and the doctor's like, hey, Jake, what does this do? And I'm like, um, l- let me go check. Hey, Jake, do you know what screw I should hear? Uh, uh, here, let me let me go check. Hey, Jake, can you, uh, what? And then the surgeon would be like, what do you know? Like, why are you even here? Right. Because they're going to get frustrated because you have one job. And yeah, you're brand new. We get that day and they understand that. But at the end of the day, that doesn't help them with their ser- surgery and the person on the bed. It doesn't help the person who's under the knife right now, right? And that's what they're they're thinking about. So what I always tell is you guys got to learn to provide value first. And how you do that is becoming a professional in what you do. And so what I mean by that is, you know, you should know your devices. You should know, like I, I tell people, this is, this is how I got my top doc is, <coughs> excuse me, you guys know that I used to sell for a scope. And so we actually used to talk about, hey, if, if it's anaverted, we need to act the the uterus anaverted, we need to turn the scope upside down and go. So that was a common question. I would go talk with my doc and I would say, hey, doc, how are we looking today? Is it anaverted, retroverted? And they're like, oh, it's retroverted. And I'm like, oh, great. Hey, so when you actually go in today, I know you're used to holding the scope the normal way. Well, let's actually flip that upside down because of how we have the beveled tip. It's going to slide right in because of how we have it angled. And it is a retroverted. She did that. It slid right in. And she's like, oh my gosh, I've always struggled with retroverted. Thank you so much. At that moment, I now had earned her trust because I, I had now provided value to her in her surgery to make the procedure easier. And because of that, that was the day I can sit here and tell you guys that was the turning moment with her because two months prior, I was just the rep showing up. But the day that she actually needed me and I provided that value for the one thing she needed, I then became, oh, you're an actual asset to my OR. Now let's ask you questions about you. Hey, Jake. How old are you? What are you, how, what are you doing before this? Right. That's what actually happened. So again, 
you guys need to be providing value. Now, let me come and bring this back to people that are wanting to break into medical device sales because this was the conversation I had with a, a girl the other day is the amount of people who reach out and they're like, hey, do you know of any recruiters? Hey, do you know of any jobs? Hey, do you know? I get those all the time. And I've had this. We, you've heard my rants on here if you guys haven't. Go back and listen because it just shows you that you're a needy little brat that you don't know what you're doing and you're really disrespecting people because you're now asking people who have killed themselves to go through this process and you're just asking for a free handout. And we don't like that because you're now going to ask the person who took the time to take six months to reach out to thousands of people who had to go through a bunch of interviews, who had to put in the work and you're coming in as some stranger, don't know my name, never talked to me, have no idea. And you're asking me for, I want it all. I want to take it. You should give it to me and I expect it. That's what comes off that way when you ask those questions. So you guys wonder why I get so heated. That's why I get so heated is because you're just being a selfish asshole. Like that's the easiest way. And I usually don't curse on here. That's probably one of the first times I have cursed. But like, well, if you guys get on a call, maybe not the first time, but like on the podcast, that is. But like, you guys can't just be all about you because you're selfish. You're a jerk. Right. And that's what you guys are doing when you're just asking for jobs, asking for a re, re, be a recruiter. You guys are just showing that you're selfish and you don't care about anybody else compared to how do you provide value? And everyone's like, oh, I don't know anything. Like I literally had a kid today. Do you have any questions for me? What are you going to teach me, man? You're 22 years old. You're asking me to get in this industry. What, the, what am I going to ask you about? You know, how much beer you can drink on the weekends? I don't care. You know, like <laughs> that's me just being real with you guys. It's how you provide value is you actually just care about a person. You come in with good questions. You've done your research. You know where they've been. You ask questions to actually care about me, not to know about my, like not to just get my job, not to just get a job. You actually want to know about me, my day-to-day, what I'm doing. So instead of coming in with questions of like, yeah, tell me about this A, B, and C, how about you say, hey, Jake, can I ask what got you into medical device sales? What got you down this path? Oh, can you tell me about your journey in? Oh, oh, you have a dog? Like, I, and I'm just joking around. This is me. I don't want you guys to actually call me and do this because like, again, I, we get on too many calls. I've, I've literally been on over a hundred calls this week and we're on Thursday. So, um, too many calls. But with that said though, it's like you, what the, what I'm trying to explain right there is how about you start giving a crap about the person you're talking to and stop giving a crap about yourself? Because we all know that you guys want jobs. We all know that you're reaching out because you want to get hired. We all know that. But now you guys are just like everybody else. And that's why you guys don't stand out. It's why you don't get interviews and why you don't get jobs because you're just being some selfish jerk that's like asking for a job and asking for something when you probably suck, which AKA you do suck because you, I know that because you've just asked for a job or asked for a recruiter or asked for one of my internal uh, contacts and I don't even know you. You're not good. Um, and so that would be my encouragement to you guys. So going back to when you are an actual rep, how do you do that? Going again, a, providing value how are you going to go be an asset for your nurse the surgeon the scrub tech the client because what how you're going to do that is you're going to find out what their needs are you're going to find out what their pain points are what's going to help them stop thinking about you stop selling thinking about what you can upsell start excuse me thinking about the patient on the table start thinking about what's going to make your surgeon's surgery easier what's going to make your or charge nurse's life easier what can you do to provide maybe that's just going grabbing a bag of saline while they're getting prepped Maybe that's asking, hey, can I do anything for you guys while you're doing that? And again, just time and time again, providing value and being an expert in what you do, that will go a long way. So that's story number one. Story number two is 
you know, this this will go a long way with you guys, um, especially with the reps. Is I, I just I went to uh, go work on a giant deal, and um, I met with somebody who was a, a giant decision maker in that in that deal. And the, and the conversation I had with those people is most people would go into like, oh, how long have you worked at this company? What do you do? What? Whoa, nice. Like, and then they start talking about themselves. But the conversation I had with the person I talked to on the phone the other day was I talked to this person and they were my decision maker. And in about a f- six minute conversation, I was able to find out where that person was from that that person had been with that company for this many years, that that person originally had lived in a certain area, but actually had been building a brand new house that they had only for built for a year, but actually then sold that house. And then they moved to a cross country to go be closer to family, that they were married, that they had several kids, that they were going through some uh, internal things right now. And then that they were in their house that they could not even uh, do stuff because they were remodeling it. And that they, he hasn't been able to have a stove for the last six months. I know everything about the person I'm trying to talk to in a six-minute conversation. I had nothing to do about my profession and nothing to do about my job. I just wanted to learn about that person. I just asked questions to get to know them because that's who I was wor- uh, wondering about. And again, this isn't coming from a sales aspect. I'm not trying to be like, oh, it's just me just trying to like actually be a human being. I was a personal trainer. It's what I did. I built relationships all day. Right. And so that's the conversation I can say to you guys is most people will just go start selling and start doing their things. But for me, how I've had so much success is I actually just go build a relationship. And and I've seen this stuff. I literally just saw one of my buddies post today that like relationship selling is dying and all this stuff. Great. Yeah, that's great. But what about if you have really good relationships and you're an expert? See, everybody goes in, you need to be an expert, you need to do this stuff. But yeah, but what if you're an expert and you just, you're a dick? You suck. People don't like to be around you, they're not going to use you. It doesn't matter if your stuff's better. If you're not fun to be around and you're not that much of an asset and you're not that good, people don't want to be around you. But if you can just be a really good person at your job and an an expert in your profession and be a really nice person and provide value and people actually like to be around you, I promise you, you'll do well. And stop coming from a, a position of what can I get instead of what can I give. And again, just going back to the, the, the contact data that I just made is, you know, when I, when I said that to the person, they're like, oh my gosh, because the amount of details I just picked up and to the point, I'm going to be able to sell to that person now because I know their whole life. I know what, what pains they've gone through. I know some of the stresses they're going through. And I know that some of the things that I can relate to them, but also I'm just, I'm being a person. And then guess what? I sell a product that's really good. That's another thing you guys should do. Don't go sell products that suck. Go sell a product that's really good. I believe in my product and I believe my product's the best on the market. That's why I'm with it. I know that it provides a lot of value to our customers and I know it makes a difference in this world and to our surgeons. That's why I'm with it. You know, being able to know that and then be an expert in what you sell so you know the answers that they're going to ask, that you know the pain points that they're having and you can know how to fill them. That's how you become it. And then also, you just know them and you can have a good conversation. And guess what? You probably could go have a beer with them and hang out. You know, and some surgeons and some accounts aren't going to be like that. And that's fine. But you know what? And that's where you just go and be provide value. But to the other people, you're going to be able to go that. And so the last thing is I just got a a message actually today about cold calls. And it goes together. It goes with the same people who want to break into medical device sales um, to a person who's cold calling on an office. Right. And so 
one of the conversations I was having with one of our students is they always ask, what's, what's my conversation is going to be like? And I'm like, every single one's different because I've got to read the person, right? Because I'm, I, it's just like surgery. You might have a game plan to go talk to a surgeon about A, B, and C, but if that surgery goes bad and that person, that surgery, the surgeon is in a bad mood, you know what you're not doing? You're not bringing up whatever you wanted to talk about that day because they're going to tell you to screw off and they're not going to be happy. And even if they listen to you, they're pissed off. So they're already going to have a bad feeling about it. And then they're going to just think about your product and you talking to them in that and it won't make them feel good and it won't make you look good, right? It's called reading the room. And so a question I always ask people is, uh, when I would, when I was reaching out to people and trying to break into medical device sales, I would always just say, "Hey, I just want to say thank you so much and and tell you how much I really appreciate your time. It really means the world." And by that by that answer that I would just say right away when they picked up, I was able to read that person because if they said, "Hey, no worries, yeah," and they had a little high volume and they had some energy in their voice, I knew this was going to be a pretty productive conversation. And then I could probably be like, "Hey, how's your day going? Everything been going well?" And probably get to know that person pretty well. But I also knew if that person was like, it's fine. What can I help you with? I knew we're not, I'm not getting to know that person. They're being cold. They were just checking the box. They get in on to help you, but they're not really here to help you. They're just here to talk to you and make themselves feel better, but they're going to be a jerk to you while you're on it. And so, you know, that's where, or some people are just super dry and maybe they're not being a jerk. They're just super dry. Well, then I'm just going to ask them the couple questions that I had, get in and get out and be, be pleasant. But I'm not going to do too much, you know? And so that's, that would be my conversation. It's the same thing. So I think that I, I brought this up. The perfect conversation was my talk today. I, I cold called one of our accounts that we're talking to. I've, I've sent them several emails. They, they're like, were interested in some of our stuff, sent me one email, but then I haven't heard back from them. And so I just, I finally called them. I had been emailing. I finally was like, no, I'm just going to cold call them. And so I call them and the, and the first one is hello. And I was like, Hi, yeah, this is Jacob with Innovus. Is this blah, blah, blah? And they're like, yes, this is. So in that moment, they're not wanting to talk to me. I can tell that. But it's my job to be able to get past that. And so for me, how I was able to get past that, again, just being a human being and being a conversation, I said, I said, oh, are you able to survive getting back into the office after the, the holidays? I know it's pretty tough. And they're like, and that moment, their voice went from being like, yes, who is this? What is it? To, oh my gosh, yeah, I, it's crazy. It's been so bad out here. It's actually raining. We're not even at work. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that doesn't make it any easier. And they're like, oh, tell me about it. Bam. And that went into a 15-minute conversation where I got to learn about the person I'm talking to. Same thing, getting to know them, getting to know their job duties, getting to know the pain points that they're having and what's, learn about their program. And what could help and benefit their program and just making sure that I told them, hey, we have some stuff that I would love to get on a call with you just so I could see if I can help consult your what we have to help your program. And again, we have a bunch of different simulators and we have a bunch of different things that, you know, they're going to be different ones. But I just want to understand what your needs are because I don't want to I want to make sure I'm not recommending something that's probably maybe too much that you're, you guys don't need at this moment. And again, wanting to be. Uh, feasible, and I want to make sure that I'm being respectful and and cognitive of your guys's uh, budget, and making sure that I I understand your budget and know that we can fit it in there. And so I don't want to be just coming in and showing you everything because if it's not in your budget, that wouldn't make much sense, you know. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're the best, thank you. And I just said, yeah, no worries. I just want to make sure you know I'm here to be a resource for you guys, right? And so again, I tell you, it started off where the person again they're getting a hundred calls a day, they're getting all these reps that want them. 
But instead of me saying, hey, this is what I sell, this is what I do, it was learning about, hey, how's you? How, how was your time? It's great to actually meet you on the phone. Oh, yeah, how's things going? How's it been? Right. And just learning about them and going. So that's like real life moments that, again, hopefully this has been helpful for the fact of, hey, this is what you guys can do when you're trying to break in and reach out to people. But also, this was real life. This is me actually going now having a, a meeting set from that cold call to now discuss deals, right? And this is what you do in medical device sales, right? You're going in, you're cold calling people, getting meetings set, going and talking to the meetings to then hopefully having them trial your stuff. And then if the trial goes well, right, that that is the process. So that was literally a real day in a real life. And, and again, just going into some stories of what I've done and some of the tactics I do to, to have success. And again, everybody's going to be dif- different. Everybody's going to have different uh, tactics and, and what works best for them. And you guys just got to go and learn that and find that. But hopefully this has been helpful. And again, when I'm talking to you guys and I do get really passionate and I curse sometimes, I don't want you guys to think that I'm just trying to be a jerk. I'm just trying to tell you guys, hey, I just freaking love this com- or this industry and I just am so passionate about it. But also too, I got to get you guys out of your own way. And sometimes cursing will get you that. Sometimes being hard on you guys and being tough on you and tough love is what you guys need because most people are they have this fake sense of reality and most people are just selfish. And that's just the reality. Most people are just selfish and cheap and they don't want, they don't see the value and they just want to waste people's times. And I was just talking to one of my mentors about this and the amount of people who get on a call to just waste my time. It's just stupid. You know, like the amount of people who are like, Hey Jake, well, listen to one episode. Well, let's get on a call. What's your journey been like? And I'm like, dude, I got 125 episodes. Go watch those and then maybe reach out to me. You just, you're just being lazy. Right. And then they'll get on the call and be like, Hey, Jake, this is my story. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you just give me advice? Yeah. Oh, I know you have a program and I know you have done this and helped hundreds of people and you've done the impossible and you just are so successful. But no, I don't want to listen. I just want all the free advice. And I just want you to give me what I deserve, even though I don't even know anything about sales or anything. Uh, Right. That's me just being joking. But that is literally my everyday. It's people just being selfish and it's people wanting what they can get for free. And this is where my easiest stuff is, you guys. Like, I wish I could sit here and talk to every single person on the phone. I really do. But at this point of running a Western United States, working with a med tech company, working on big, big deals, working on growing a business, working on several businesses, working on things that like people just don't even know. Like, just to give you guys an idea, the other day I woke up at 5 a.m. and I went and worked out at 5.30 in the morning. And then at 7 a.m., from 7 a.m. till 10.15 at night, I had enough time for a 20-minute break to take my dog for a walk and eat a snack. I closed my computer at 10.15 at night, and I went to bed. That's my day while helping people, while calling. So I wish I could get on calls with you guys. I wish I could help everybody. I just don't have the time. So here's where the conversation and people will be like, oh, you've changed or oh, whatever. You guys, if you want my advice that I can help you, and I know I can help you, and I know we get you hired. I just got a construction worker with 22 years old, no degree hired in medical device sales experience. That's impossible, but yet we did it. I get people hired with no sales experience in 11 weeks every freaking time, and we do it. And nobody else can do it. And I know that, but also I'm at a point now is like, if you guys really are that interested and you want to do it, you'll actually pony up and you'll be like, Hey, I actually respect this guy's time. I want to, I want to value. And I know that it's not free, but if I want all the free stuff, guess what? He has thousands of hours of podcasts and YouTube videos and Instagram and TikTok. And oh my gosh, but 
if I want it to be strategic to mine, hey, I talked to a manager and they said this to me, Jacob, what do you think? You know what? That's probably going to be where you guys need to look at the course because I, I want to help everybody. But at the end of the day, I can only help so many people. And I'm only here to be with committed people because I can straight up tell you guys the majority of people who call me and just want to be like, Jacob, I just want free advice. They're not committed. They're the people who are like, oh, I want to see what I can get. And then I'm not going to work hard. And then I'm going to go ask people for their contacts that I don't even know them. And then I'm going to be mad that they don't give them to me. And then I'm going to complain that I'm not getting into any interviews or any jobs. And then my, my personal favorite, which I'm going to end with this one, is the amount of people who call me and say, hey, Jake. Yeah, just I'm not going to do the course or I'm not going to look at it because I'm, I'm in an interview and yeah, and this is my easiest thing. I can get a homeless person in an interview. That's not even hard anymore. Like I can get my dog in an interview. My God, it's how are you beating out 500 people? You guys don't even know that. They're, like I say this all the time and every single time they're like, you're right. Every single person tells me, oh, I have an interview. I'm going to go do this. And I'm like, you don't even know that there's five to seven interviews. This is going to take six to 12 weeks. And number one is way different than number three and way, number three is way different than number six. But yet you guys are going to go in it? No. You're going to go in and get in the first round, and then you're going to suck and get kicked out. And then you're going to go in and do it again, and then you might make it to the second round, and then you're going to get kicked out. And then you're going to go in and do it again. And now you're six months in, and you still haven't figured it out. But yet our average person is breaking in in 11 weeks in under three months with and without sales experience because we're able to help them coach them right to their stuff. And so that's what I always tell people. A mentorship, the programs, the courses, this stuff, all it does is save you time and money. And then also, here's the best part, because this is what's happening now, and this is why I'm making these videos for you guys, is the same people who are like, no, I'm going to just go figure it out and do it on my own because you did it, which we're not the same. I just want to make that very clear. You're not me, and I'm not trying to be a cocky jerk, but you guys just won't work a 16-hour day. You won't be filming a podcast at 9.30 at night to get it out the next morning when you just work the 12-hour day. You just won't. So. I just say that because you guys will go, then go do that and then break in and then you'll be like, oh my God, I really don't know what to do. And then you guys will still, again, continue to reach out and then want stuff for free and then be mad if I don't respond back because I check my LinkedIn and every single day I have 30 plus messages, you know? And so that's just the reality truth that I have to like lay down with you guys. So again, on that happy note, if you guys do want to break in, you do want to be good, you don't want to suck, you want to break in and be successful, and you guys will actually want to make two, three, four hundred thousand dollars because we've done it, and I know how to do it, and I can teach you guys that and save you a whole lot of time and money instead of trying to go talk to somebody who's never made more than one hundred fifty grand, tell you how they break in and they barely broke in. Um, yeah, happy to help you guys do that. Reach out, we can get you in the course. It's Jacob McLaughlin on New to Medical Device Sales on LinkedIn. Reach out, and also Instagram, TikTok, we have it all. Um, but again, hopefully this was helpful. But there was a little rant, a couple rants in there. But again, I never feel bad because those are real talks that you guys need to hear. And if you don't like it, you're probably just not listening anymore. And you probably won't break into medical device sales because it hurts your feelings. So ended on that one. If you guys want some good coaching, you want to break in, <laughs> we can help you. But I appreciate you guys. Uh, again, appreciate the support. And again, I, can, I know I can talk like this and I can be hard on you guys because the people who actually want it and the people who are actually committed get fired up by that. They don't feel bad. But the people who are sensitive and be like, man, he's mean. Those are the people who never break in. And even if they break in, they never make more than 120 grand and they're just average. So that's how we rock and roll. Hope you guys have a great night. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Peace.